Well, hello there, everyone. We are five days into the new year, and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 2022. Uh, uh, Matt, you get you get there? I mean, honestly, I, I was kind of hoping one of you would pick up and maybe chime in with a ooh ooh. You know, oh, was like, that my cue? <laughs> like Taylor Swift's feeling 22 ooh ooh. Like no, nothing, nothing. nothing no, no. No offense, but I think you may have had just a little too much celebrating over the last few days, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. I, know, I just think my brilliance is completely misunderstood here. <laughs> anyway, what I was trying to say is that I'm really getting seize the day vibes, but for the year, right? Um, and because we should all start 2022 on a high note um, of knowledge when it comes to trends in retail and consumer goods, we're breaking them down today. I am your host, Taylor Swift slash Matt Marcotte, joined this week by Alex Drinker. Hello. Sarah Hillstrom. Hey there. And Celeste Richardson. Hello. All right. You guys know what's got to get packing. Ah, uh, Matt and his teenage girl pop culture references. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, your talents are so wasted. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> okay, so maybe that, not so sure, but definitely packaging waste. Elf Beauty has eliminated over a million pounds of waste in just two years, you guys. Wow. Mm. Slow clap for Elf. That's awesome. For real, right? I can't believe it. They So they've accomplished this enormous goal by streamlining their packaging and saying, see you later to secondary cartons, vacuum form trays, and paper inserts. Pretty smart. And mm-hmm. sustainability is actually at the heart of Elf's purpose platform. And their CEO says, and I quote, we look forward to continuing to push boundaries as we aim to make the world a cleaner place. I love that. Uh, way to push those boundaries, Elf. Uh, so, you know, I definitely think that retail is likely to see a lot of operational efficiency as brands start to uh, really take on this challenge to reduce their packaging. You know, smaller boxes, they take up less warehouse space. Uh, removing those inserts also means lowering your trash bills. And as the primary packaging shrinks, retailers will have to really think critically about how this changes product displays and stores as well. They definitely do. So. You're talking about the double win here. Uh, Good for the planet. Good for the bottom line because there's savings. But it's actually a triple win because for CG brands, they're always thinking about how to win with shoppers, especially Mm -hmm. the next generation. Mm -hmm. And get this. So younger shoppers, I'm talking young millennials and definitely Gen Z, care so much about responsible brands, more so than any other group. And it means it's not just enough to be simply good. You have to do good as a brand, too. They will buy you more, and they'll even pay more for you. So this is like a huge movement. Huge. This is huge. I can't wait to see more and more retailers and brands really pick up on this uh, over the next year. I think that there's a lot to come within the sustainability world. So can we all commit to being less wasteful in 2022? Yes. (laughs) Okay, perfect, perfect. Absolutely. Uh, So that leads us on to our next trend, which is resolutions. I hate to say it, Ari broke mine and we're five days in. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, well, no want wants for Alex. He's actually in the normal group. <laughs> First time I've been called that this year. Yeah, it's a new run. year, Alex. It's, you know, it's a fresh start. New commitments, fitness goals, eating habits, cutting back on alcohol. Thanks. Dry January. <laughs> oh, that's the mocktail. Yes. But, uh, you know, resolutions actually typically fall apart faster than toilet office toilet paper. Ain't that the truth, Celeste? 
<laughs> so 2022 has people taking a little bit of a different approach. I think the last two years have been kind of a, a letdown for, for a lot. So they're embracing smaller changes uh, daily throughout the year, setting goals that build healthy habits and celebrating the small victories along the way. I mean, that just seems way more reasonable, don't you think? I, yes. I do. I do. So um, here are a couple of the trending categories that I think that, you know, we need to have a, a pulse on and that we're watching closely. So hybrid fitness memberships, we definitely saw those emerge quite a bit uh, in 2022 and 2021. Uh, I definitely think that we're going to continue to see a little bit more of that. We'll touch on that here in a second. At-home fitness equipment, um, my Peloton is arriving tomorrow. So I think that we're still on the way for that that trend. Uh, <laughs> wellness tracking wearables and the non-alcoholic beverage category. So, uh, you know, and just like what we talked about, really only 10% of adults really stick to their resolutions and about half of all resolutions are broken within the month of January, according to a Metafast survey. So uh, it's all about incremental change, boosting the health and wellness. And that health and wellness industry has really seen a huge shift over the last 20 months. And I'm excited to really see what that means for January, February, March, which is typically mm -hmm. like a big peak for these brands coming up. Man, I'm so torn on this one because on the one hand, I love people getting involved in health and wellness, doing good for themselves. But as a gym person, I hate January because it's so much more packed. Oh, it's so yeah. true. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, which I think is actually why we're going to see this like virtual and in-person workout trend continue. So it's it's going to be hybrid. I think I will probably opt out in January a little bit to stay away from the crowds. Uh, but it creates a real opportunity for gyms to offer deeper engagement with their members. So, you know, you you have your physical footprint, but with virtual options, we've got, you know, subscriptions. I'm now a member of a number of virtual gyms because it's a really cheap yeah. way to stay connected. Mm -hmm. And then I think, Celeste, to your point, the rise of tech-enabled home fitness equipment just takes it up a whole nother level. It's still moving full steam ahead, despite Peloton's slight dip after the uh, Just Like and Just oh Like That God. saga. It was like <laughs> such an up and down. I know. Yeah. It's, I know. So, Les, you can get away to you, basically, right? Uh, I I wished, but no, <laughs> we are paying full price. <laughs> <laughs> well, and on top of that, I think grocery stores have an amazing opportunity not to just offer the right products that are going to help consumers hit their health and wellness goals, but they also should start engaging with consumers more deeply. I mean, there's so many specialized diets people were already on, whether you're, you know, gluten-free or you're keto or you're looking just mm. for no added sugar. And I don't think enough brands are doing what they can to put it obviously on the packaging. And so grocers can offer better services like virtual store tours or grouping on their websites mm -hmm. or maybe mm -hmm. like thematic displays, virtual classes. There's all sorts of things that they could do to promote well-being and engage consumers, make them happier shoppers. There's a lot coming this year, I think. Uh, yes, I think that you are so right. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the world of CG, we can now turn to that non-alcoholic beverage category. <laughs> I'm digging it. Scotch on the rocks minus the scotch plus something non-alcoholic <laughs> seems pretty healthy to me. <laughs> Sounds um, interesting. Interesting yeah. is the right word. But, you know, more and more consumers are really reaching for that zero proof beverage, which now accounts for $3.1 in sales for off-premise channels. And 78% of these buyers also purchase alcoholic beverages, uh, meaning that shoppers are, you know, making substitutions. They're tying into their collective sentiment of also promoting health and wellness. So there's there's a balance here and they're buying both alcoholic and non-alcoholic, which is, you know, great for these beverage makers. 
Yeah, there's some large and small players, including EB Inbab, Boston Beer, Molson Coors. Then you look at smaller, like BrewDog, Athletic Brewing, if you haven't seen them, it's actually delicious. Um, and they're all vying to become the category leaders in this emerging space. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Good ones to watch. And um, we cannot forget about wellness tracking wearables. So in 2022, we expect wearables to continue expanding from activity trackers to just measuring various health markers. And I, I do think that the space is getting pretty crowded. Uh, one example is the soon to be released Amazon Halo View, uh, which offers access to activity, sleep scores, mindfulness exercises, nutrition tips. Uh, you know, Amazon had to have a piece of that that wear, wearable tracker uh, pie as well. <laughs> of course, uh, watch Don't Look Up if you haven't on Netflix yet. There's a little bit of a nod to making fun of some of these uh, companies going into the mindfulness space. But okay. speaking of mindfulness, maybe that's one of your resolutions this year uh, to be more focused and not miss important things like the what's what trends, for example. But just in case a few newsletters or podcasts snuck by you during the holiday season, look, we get it. Things are busy. Let me just do a lightning round of some of the Ooh. biggies over the past few months. All right. On your mark, get set. <laughs> go, 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 Alex. Okay. Uh, on returns, post-holiday returns are causing quite a logjam as a result of record-level returns and a shortage of warehouse workers. Returns could hit $120 billion between Thanksgiving and the end of January 2022, up $20 billion from last year, says NRF. Ouch. On jobs, a record 34.5 million people quit their jobs in 2021. This has wreaked habit on the workforce, and some companies are getting very creative to attract and retain employees. And on the sneaker front, in late November, eBay purchased SneakerCon Digital's authentication arm for an undisclosed amount. The acquisition reflects an extension of the partnership between the two companies, as eBay has authenticated more than one and a half million sneakers since starting the service in October of 2020. On media companies doing big things, Condé Nast revenue is up 20%. The mass media company is reinventing itself as a D2C business built on the same core backbone of excellent content focused on communities of interest, but done differently. They plan to monetize through e-commerce, events in the metaverse, live shopping, and more, rather than commoditize predominantly via advertising. I'm out. <laughs> wow. That was... um. Wow, that was, I'm not sure what that was. That was great. Let's go with I that. I can paraphrase what you're looking for is swiftly informative. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. That's in Taylor, swiftly informative. Is that what you're bringing it back in? Yes. Um, okay, well, anyway, in case you're wondering what else is in this edition of the What's What newsletter, in Goodreads, you'll find out more about whether ESG ratings are really living up to the hype, a new book that can help break down NFTs and the metaverse. I think we all need that. Mm -hmm. The rise of buy nothing groups and how malls are getting creative to fill vacant stores. But before we head off to tackle more of 2022, Celeste, what's bringing us joy the beginning of this January? Well, if finding more time to unwind is one of your New Year's resolutions, the virtual reality realm might just be one of your new favorite places. Hails of glory, Skyrim, that sounds so relaxing. Um. <laughs> I guess, in a super violent kind of way. But uh, I think while most people think of action-packed types of VR, this gear is actually aimed at helping the user meditate their way to a state of bliss. I got to say, punching virtual people helps me relax, too. <laughs> Alex, I take my earlier comments back. You're missing the vibe here. <laughs> 
Uh, So the Vive Flow VR glasses are geared toward mindfulness and on-the-go wellness, encouraging the wearer to recharge with serene scenery and ASMR content and at the very low, low, low price of $499. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's great. I, I, you know, it's interesting. I, um, I, we started using our Oculus. Do you know that you guys have seen those? Yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We fi- finally took it out of the box, hence the new year and started using it. And so they have like meditation apps. I have to tell you, it's kind of interesting because you are literally transported into a completely different world as we know in this new kind of AR mm. VR uh, thing. It's, it's actually kind of, I would definitely, I don't know if 499, but it's definitely worth uh, a thought. A thought. Okay. Anyway. Now that we've given you some things to think about as you go into 2022, I want to thank everybody for another great job of hitting the trends in retail and consumer goods. And we will see you all in the second week of January 2022. Have a great week, everyone. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs>